Welcome to Pedagog Bonus, a short episode that covers a single topic or question. I'm your host, Shane Wood. In this bonus episode, I talk with Elisa Russell about the Writing Across the Curriculum Graduate Student Organization, also known as WACGO. Elisa Russell is an assistant professor of English in the writing program at Wake Forest University. Her areas of interest include rhetorical genre studies, public writing, and writing across the curriculum. And her research focuses on increasing community access through writing and writing innovations. Elisa's work has appeared in journals, including Composition Forum, The WAC Journal, The Clearinghouse, and she currently serves on the executive committee of the Association for Writing Across the Curriculum. Elisa, thanks so much for joining us. I want to start by providing some brief information on WACGO. WACGO is a committee of the Association of Writing Across the Curriculum that seeks to increase mentoring and support for graduate students with an interest in writing across the curriculum research, program administration, or teaching. You were one of the founders of WACGO, and you were the chair in 2016. I was hoping you could share more about how you got into writing across the curriculum work as a graduate student the mission and vision of WACGO, and how you've seen the organization reach its goals in providing support and resources to graduate students interested in writing across the curriculum. Yeah, I'm so glad you asked about WACGO. Um, it's so important to me, and I think it's so important to the field. Um, so I've, I've told this story before in other contexts, but I'll never forget um, uh, Michelle LaFrance was the WAC director at George Mason when I was there, and I was in one of her seminar courses um, and she asked me to apply to the graduate research assistant position for the WAC program. And I said, yes, I was like, oh, yes, I want. Yes, I want to do that. Absolutely. And then I had to go look up what WAC stood for because I actually wasn't sure what it was. I, I had heard. Right. I had kind of like heard about it kind of in my courses or in the hallways and I worked in the writing center so I obviously heard like the writing center director talk about oh we need to collaborate with the WAC program on such and such but I didn't actually know what it stood for or what it did um I had to go look it up (laughs) and so once once I realized what it was it was like oh my god this is this is exactly what my research interests are and and you know what I'm you know oh my god this is where I get to work with faculty because but I can't tell you how many grad students I've talked to that have had the same experience where they realize, you know, they were interested in WAC work or they were already doing WAC work at their institutions, but didn't know that this was actually a body of scholarship and a kind of a subfield or a field on its own um, until after the fact. Right. They kind of found it afterwards. and was like, oh, man, I wish I had known that this was a whole thing, you know. You know, part of that is because, you know, writing centers are super visible. It's a literal place, right? For for most universities, it's it's literally a place you can go. Um, First year composition, very visible. Almost every grad student, you know, ends up teaching in a first year comp program. Um, Whereas WAC, especially when you're a grad student, it's it's a lot less visible. Unless it's a really big program that actually has like an like an office, like even the George Mason program didn't have like a WAC program office. It's just where the director's office was. Right. And so um, it's just not as visible. I think it's harder to see. And so uh, but as someone who just did the job market, um, 
WAC is still very popular and in demand. So, right, Shane, this was a terrible job market year. Yes. Like, I don't know if you were <laughs> keeping track, but um, it was like really bad. But there were five or six WAC specific job ads um, in a year where there were very few, you know, jobs in general. And so, I keep imagining grad students who really do WAC work or are interested in WAC work, but never got the chance to experience it, or they didn't have a WAC program at their institution, so they were never like a GRA, um, or they can't really brand themselves as WAC people on the market, even though they are passionate about that mission and that work. Right. But they just uh, they're not familiar with that body of scholarship or with that language or with those practices. So what WAC Go is about, why and Brian Hendrickson and Al Harahap were my co-founders here. Our initial mission was just to create a, a formal and visible place where grad students could actually see WAC. Right. And they have a place to go to connect with others. Uh, to find mentors, to find resources, to realize that this is a thing, right? Just like, you know, WPA Go, the Writing Program Administration graduate organization is so important for people who are really interested in, you know, running first year writing programs. We saw this as a, a mirror organization, right, for people to see and get interested in WAC. So a lot of the things that they've been doing, you know, I'm not I'm not on the leadership team anymore. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, transitioning out of being a grad student. But um, the current team is so amazing. They've got a ton of projects going. They've got a huge like job market survey going around and they're going to do interviews about what it's like to be on the market as a WAC person. We actually started before AWAC, but we're now a committee of AWAC, which is really great because it gives us um kind of this larger umbrella and structure and and we have all these amazing advisors in the field and we also have um, some budget lines and so they're offering travel grants now um, to like uh, WAC related conferences. One of the things that I piloted was the cross-institutional mentoring project because one of the tricky things about WAC as we were saying because it's so different across institutional contexts a lot of universities don't have a formal WAC program, which makes it really hard to like get WAC mentoring and experience as a grad student if you're at one of those institutions that don't have a program. And so this actually pairs graduate students with faculty mentors at other institutions and gives them resources to kind of have a mentoring relationship over an academic year, which I just love, I think. <laughs> yeah, I'm still really into the cross-institutional mentoring project for a lot, I think, even beyond WAC, I think that could be really important for our field. They always do like a webinar after C's about, you know, to kind of capitalize on that energy. Um, so there's a lot of great, they have the newsletter, a lot of great structures that they've set up that make it a very sustainable kind of organization to, to provide this formal invisible space. Not only is sustainability a challenge for individual WAC programs, it's it's become a challenge for the field in general, especially because, you know, I'll never forget Anne Gear, who hosted the 2016 IWAC conference. She was talking with the WAC Go founders, uh, Brian, Al, and I, because we were talking about like hosting a social at the IWAC and things like that. And she said, you know, she wanted one of the opening plenary talks to be by a really established scholar in WAC, but to be paired with 
a, a brand new scholar in WAC, like a grad student. And she said, I literally don't know where to go to find this grad student. Like, where are they? Right. Like, and so, uh, you know, a lot of the, the big names in WAC, Chris Tice, you know, Terry Zawacki, um, Chris Anson, Mike Ponquist, they've all been around a, a long time and done incredible work, but a lot of them are starting to move into retirement. Uh, Chris has, uh, Sue McLeod has just moved into retirement, right, Terry. And so we kind of need new, new energy, right? New people coming in and doing this work. And a visible space, I think, makes, makes the paths into WAC work at institutions and as a field of just less, just more transparent, right? Like there's an actual path. You don't have to get shoulder tapped, right? You can, you can actually be, find how to get in, whether you have a mentor asking you to be the GRA or not. So that's super important, I think.